0: This is the JJO Morning Show podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe.
1: Should radio stations already be playing Christmas music? According to a new poll, almost one in five Americans say yes. Give me PC2. Sure. Oh
0: my- no, God!
2: No, God, please, no! No! <laughs>
1: 18% of us think radio stations should start playing Christmas music in November before Thanksgiving. That includes 5% who want to hear it year-round. Get over here and let me slap you in the stupid
2: face. Gobble, gobble, mother Well, some people, that's their uh, format. They just all Christmas music. It's out there.
1: Ho, ho, no, you didn't.
2: Oh, yes, I did.
1: The most popular answer for when we should be hearing stupid Christmas music all over the dang airwaves was late November after Turkey Day with 27% of the vote. And you people will be happy to know that your head is screwed on straight. Nice work.
2: So you think, uh, what, what, what do you, are you a December 1st? Uh,
1: after th- anytime uh, after Thanksgiving is free game.
2: You're a Christmas music truther, but your date is December 1st, not January 6th.
1: No, I, December 1st is not my date, first of all. Like I said, any time after Thanksgiving. Okay. 7% of people said on Thanksgiving Day.
2: So hostile.
1: No, you don't freaking listen. (laughs) And? Ask questions. You don't listen to the damn answer. 25% said the first half of December. 5% said not until the week of Christmas. That's a little grinchy. You got to let people have their joy. Christ's sake, there ain't much out there now. Only three percent said only on Christmas Day.
2: I, I, I for me, it kind of starts when I hear about the first uh, person <laughs> to get killed at a Black Friday event, and then they follow oh, up yeah. with a, with a nice uh, "Hark the Herald Angels."
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: Uh, or Frosty the Snowman. That's, that's always Christmas to me. Somebody gets trampled trying to get a eighty nine dollar um, iMac.
1: Yeah. What is the iMac?
2: <laughs> it's a very special computer. Oh. Or a hamburger. Thanks, Gramps. <laughs> no, Airbook. Air I don't know. I don't use laptops. What What's it called? Air, air, air I don't know. I don't air, use air, that
1: damn thing. It's airplane. I hate Apple. It's an airplane. Jesus.
2: Uh, what's, yeah. your, what's your favorite Christmas song and worst Christmas? Song? Zero. Ooh.
1: I hate them all equally. There we go.
2: <laughs> you don't have one? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Trying to think which one I like. No, it's
1: awful. I, I worked in retail. I, uh... And when you work in retail, you'll hate Christmas music.
2: So I don't know if it's the worst. The most depressing might be that Blue Christmas by Elvis. God, that thing just drones on like a like you're having. Oh,
1: a, yeah, and then I just envision him
2: overdosing on drugs. Like you're, uh... Like you're dying. Uh... I don't know. Oh, the Paul McCartney I don't like. Uh Having a wonderful... Christmas. Oh, God. Ah, get that out of here. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I got to hear it to know if I hate it.
1: Yeah. Uh. Well, yeah, like I said, work a couple eight-hour shifts in retail and get back to me on your feelings about Christmas music.
2: Do we have a uh, radio many blah-blah in town already playing Christmas music? Many blah-blah.
1: Um, I, I would our... assume it's uh, Chuckleheads across the street there. Now, I don't know about those people over there. Trag-
2: chuckleheads, my friend, how dare you.
1: Tragic 98. I would assume they're going to start popping some in there but who knows i'll do my best with pat and be like dude bro let's not do christmas music until after thanksgiving see what i can i
2: think it works on a year-round basis i i I don't know if there's any commercial stations that play year-round uh Boy, it's, that sure people. is a tight playlist, though. There's not a lot of variety. They don't dig. They don't do go for deep cuts from Danny Kay. No. You know, because nobody wants to hear. Them. You just want to hear the same stupid seven songs. That's probably the reason you're ready to, to uh, kill.
1: Where, there people. we go. Look at you, bud. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I, you, you caught on like a, uh, it's the same freaking song like
2: very evil loop of Christmas music yes but that's but uh, it's researched and, uh, the, the maximum listener log and yeah. leadership ability Ugh. Well, that uh, time spent listening TSLs.
1: yeah well you gotta figure you know how long you in a store for maybe maybe 30 35 minutes yeah so the loop of music is usually an hour or less so if you work yeah, right an eight-hour shift, you're hearing the same Christmas song. No doubt about it. At least nine that's, times. That's
2: a serious postal s- potential situation. For
1: real. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's There's probably some uh, medical evidence behind that as well.
1: I would argue that if you got the right lawyer, <laughs> you could probably. Dick? say, Dick Rice, are you listening? <laughs> you could probably say.
2: For mental anguish. Yeah.
1: PTSD, it done ruined the holiday for you. Sucked the joy right out of your life.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah. I peaked right around December eighth.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then my Christmas joy.
2: Let me ask my client something. When did your Christmas, (laughs) your your Christmas peak hit this year? When you were, when Christmas died? What time of the day did Christmas die for you? That's it. The
1: afternoon of December (laughs) third. When I. I was checking out the lady with the <laughs> eight pairs of panties. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I worked in a lingerie store, so all I was ever doing was checking out panties and dildies.
2: I think uh, a lot of musicians put Christmas music out, like country uh, p- in particular, because it sells. Yeah, well. I mean, uh, people crave, I think, a new Christmas song. I think, you know, we just, like I said, you he, it's amazing for my childhood, the same goddamn Christmas songs they keep playing. Nothing, they never, there is never a new classic Christmas song, ever. Uh. Gotta play the same eight songs. Mm-hmm. It is weird. Weird as one word. If not, a little criminal.
1: Yeah. And then uh, let's not forget our DJ friends who have to sit through it as well and be all cheery.
2: Oh, they fake it, and yeah. I've talked to them, and they just... They are secretly plotting the death of their program director. Oh yeah, I
1: don't hear the smile in your voice. That's because I want to kill you. <sighs>
2: uh, let me see worst Christmas songs ever. The twentieth snittiest Christmas songs ever recorded. <laughs> we ain't even trying anymore. Nope. Uh, oh, John Denver, please, Daddy, don't get drunk on Christmas.
1: Jesus Christ! You
2: never heard that? No.
0: Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas
2: I feel like we've all been there
0: Oh, that's nice
2: I know, It's not Christmas. Of like a good old domestic yeah. violence song Please, to set the
1: mood for Christmas
0: Daddy, don't get
2: drunk this Christmas <laughs> It ain't Christmas till Daddy get drunk pee on the Christmas tree that, Jeez, That's Christmas, uh, hey, Christmas. Uh, hey, Christmas. Uh, Daddy, Christmas. All right All right, get oh, out of here Get Go on now, scram. Uh, you got uh, uh, Bon Jovi, Backdoor Santa.
1: What's that? Is, well, that? is that what I think of the more? Oh,
2: that's exactly what you think it is.
0: Okay, boys. Let's do it.
2: Well, I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's an old 60s song. A, a, a version of an old 60s song. Oh. Oh, there it is. There's the trademark riff. Ah, Just another song out of the Bon Jovi music factory. Man, that's even bad for Bon Jovi. (laughs) They've had some bad ones. Oh. I
1: feel good about this break.
2: Maroon Five, Oof. Oh. Oh.
1: Um, Adam said yeah. there is a solid metal Christmas playlist on the Spotify machine.
2: Oh yeah, I mean we've got metal Christmas CDs. I mean we play. We, I've got a. I've got a, a two or three of them. Everybody's Judas Priest, I think, is put out yeah. At Christmas.
1: Yeah. If anything, I pr- I like the instrumental version. I'm just versions. saying
2: it's the same damn song. I'm with you over and over. Again.
1: I it's like going to see Trans Siberian Orchestra. I don't, I don't know. It is the same damn show every time you go.
2: <laughs> Brett, my, I think Bert Merkel has a uh, Christmas yeah, record on huh? Burt Merkel. But they're money makers. Back, back if, if your record company demands uh, eight albums out of you in their contract, you turn in one of them as a Christmas movie. It's a throwaway. Dude. You can say I couldn't do a Christmas record.
1: I'm already irritated, and I haven't even heard one Christmas song.
2: <laughs> we ain't even bought a turkey yet. No.
1: It's the combination of everything. You're losing daylight. Yeah. Right?
2: Right. And you know. And you're
1: going to get. Pummeled with right. Well, that was we. So we we're we're watching the third season of Yellowstone to make sure we're all caught up for the the new season launching, which is the best thing to happen in a long time. And so we're watching it, and you get you get hammered because it's after Halloween. You get hammered with them fricking Christmas commercials, and I'm like, bro, can we have a few days?
2: Well, I think of the people you had in the stores that got to sit and listen to that. No,
1: I think about them often.
2: And then uh, there's Christmas song countdowns, and you got, t- like, twangy country versions. I don't want to hear twangy
1: Anything
2: having a wonderful, baby, it's cold outside. I don't want twang on that. No. I didn't want, oh. No. Ugh. And baby, it's cold outside. That's the creeper guy trying to date rape his uh, a, girlfriend. A date so he keeps her in the house while it's snowing outside.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I think our yeah. work here is, uh. I think, I think we're done. Pretty because... much shown you that. There's no reason to live past uh, Thanksgiving, so uh, good luck, and uh, Godspeed, everybody.
0: You can learn a lot listening to podcasts.
2: And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system?
0: Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to
0: check
2: my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday,
0: call The J.J.O. Morning Show Podcast. I
2: literally have no idea where I was Friday. <laughs>
0: Johnny and D. nowhere but JJO.
1: We are going to head down to Kentucky. Now we've had quite a wild time with Kentucky lately, given the festivities at the Hazard High School homecoming.
2: <laughs> I just not even recovered from that, I don't think. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh 33 year old woman in Kentucky named Crystal Denham recently borrowed a sex toy from her neighbor. Now that's weird, right?
2: That's really weird. It gets weirder. Not how it works, does it?
1: Her neighbor is also her cousin. And he's a guy. Oh. So that's extra weird. His name is Michael Barton. Well, he showed up at Crystal's place two Saturdays ago. And he wanted the sex toy back. Not clear what kind of toy it was or how long she'd had it for. Moral of the story is, She refused to hand over the borrowed sex toy to her cousin. Oh. Told him to get off her property. She grabbed a kitchen knife, and then she stabbed him with it. This is full Kentucky. Yeah. She claims he grabbed her by the elbow, and that's why she stabbed him. He says she was acting crazy and stabbed him as he was trying to leave.
2: Well, they're not technically kissing cousins. They're dildo cousins.
1: Does that make you Wiener Cousins?
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: But any real Wiener, he's still Wiener Cousins? Mm-hmm. Yeah, All sure. Right then.
2: sure. By Sure.
1: By proxy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a... Uh- it smells funny, but I, but I like it.
1: <laughs> he wasn't seriously hurt. Uh, refused medical treatment. Crystal.
2: God. Jesus. Well, look how much money they save on sex toys. Just pass sure. It, it, pass it, Check it out like a library. 10, 15 bucks. Check it out like a library book. Uh,
1: Crystal was sweeping her porch when the police showed Ugh. up. She got into a fighting stance when they tried oh. to arrest her. But they eventually got her into custody. She's facing charges for assault, disorderly conduct, menacing, and resisting arrest.
2: I can't imagine anybody wanting a sex toy back after somebody's borrowed it.
1: Well, I can't believe you would ask to borrow someone's sex toy. Mm -hmm. What in the...
2: I mean, I guess it's silicone. I guess you can wash it and disinfect it.
1: Bruh, just go buy one.
2: (laughs) You got to get the double-headed dildo. Then you can both use it at the same time. Oof. It's my end, it's your end. Now bend over. Oof duh. Oof.
1: Wow. Well, uh, oh she looks a little methy. It's alright.
2: I'd use like the end of a hairbrush or something. I would've I wouldn't uh, well,
1: I'm very creative over there. Uh, Look at she
2: uh, uh, uh. outside the
1: box. them.
2: damn near killed That's so that's so ooey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you're not making the cringy face I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh yeah. Uh, maybe you want to use it for Kentucky's best a,
2: month. Use it for part of a Halloween costume or something instead of sticking it in her. Or-
1: well, I, that's very optimistic of you.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to find a silver lining here. <laughs> Clearly it's Yeah,
1: you really working. you're hoping things aren't as they appear. Okay, uh, PC2. Oh. Um after what happened with Alec Baldwin and Rust uh, the rock is like nope my production company is done using real guns
2: oh
0: wow now I can't speak for anyone else but I can tell you without an absence of clarity here that any movie that we have moving forward with seven bucks productions any movie any television show uh, or anything we do or produce, we won't use real guns at all. We're going to switch over to rubber guns, and we're just going to we're going to take care of it in post. We're not going to worry about the dollars. We won't be able worry about what it costs. And when something like this happens, this magnitude, this heartbreaking, I think the most prudent thing and the smartest thing to do is just pause for a second and really reexamine how you're going to move forward and how we're going to work together. Dude,
2: that's a lot of work in post. I mean, you've got to show the the cocking of the gun and all that stuff. That's a lot of editing.
1: Do we need to show that? What? Like all oh, the, so you, just you know? What? I think it'd be
2: funny if you just walked up to a guy and slapped him with a rubber gun. I think and that'd that be little, great. The little barrels wiggling around. I like, like it. I like, like an it. old Monty Python skit.
1: I mean, I feel some of the 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 gun stuff well, in I mean, movies well, gotta, is
2: like you got to show like recoil and smoke and stuff if you're going to do, do like you? an authentic gangster movie. Sure, you do. Do you? No, it's the rubber barrel. It just wiggles.
1: No, I mean, like. It's a little weird. Do people really need that? If you have a, a flash and a bang, we get the point that a gun was fired. Do we need it to look as accurate and as real life as possible?
2: I no. It, you're right, though. It would be funny if everybody, if all the actors had to make their own gunshot sounds. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, That would be funny. Alec Baldwin. Pew, 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 pew.
1: That would be great. I don't think Alec Baldwin's gonna be in a movie for a while, bro. Uh,
2: yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I, do, I, I I'm trying to imagine like a
1: like. Do we need a close up of the barrel of the gun? And do we I'm to remember, do we really need that? No, no. no
2: I mean, I guess not. I'm trying to think like Die Hard or you know, like sure, good gun shooting scenes.
1: Like, do we have to show them loading no, a gun? No, no. I we, guess you know what I'm saying. No,
2: I guess you don't. No, right. now that I start thinking about it,
1: right? It's just like art. It's just artistic stuff that they're like, "Oh, we need real guns for," but you, you can get that point across without focusing on without shooting
2: the, the assistant director.
1: <laughs> right, right.
2: Uh, well, now you're going to go down the road of should we stop violence in movies? Nah, you know,
1: no. Nah, I mean, I'm just having to have the the reason why they use the real guns is because they argue right that. When they're shooting, they want it to look as realistic as possible. But to, just like when you go to a play, when you watch a play and there are people on stage, when you get close to those props, those props don't look lifelike at all. Right. right. Right? Because they don't have to. Because you're out in the audience and you don't need to see all the little details. It's the same thing. We don't need to focus on those things on a movie. There's, a, there's another shot you could do, and you're still going to get whatever it is you're trying to portray across. I just you know whatever there's ways to avoid using real guns on set, which I think is the goal here
2: well i uh how do they make in movie scenes when you see a bullet hitting something and you see a hole in something? Are those little charges set off on the wall or whatever or are those I don't know. are those added post production I don't know I don't know how that works either, but it's really realistic if that's post production right that's most of them do a great job right. So maybe it's not that far off, uh, and and add x amount of dollars to the budget where there's just people that are really good at that, though. Sure, it's just part of their thing. I mean, psh, psh.
1: someone texted in, yeah, it looks fake. Yeah, who cares?
2: <laughs> well, the whole well, if you're sitting there in a movie theater, everything's fake, right? Except the price of popcorn. You know what I'm saying, brother? Uh, so. Y- you're you're in a movie that's not real. What makes the difference if the gun doesn't look that real? Right. I mean, you're already... Are you going to s-
1: tell me if you're watching Transformers? Right, right. <laughs> the gun not looking realistic enough is what's going to make you...
2: <laughs> not the Camaro that turns into a, right. a giant robot.
1: Like, none of it's real. Right. So, I don't know. I, and... You know how I feel about guns. I have guns. I shoot guns. Sure, I like guns. Sure. But uh, there's no reason that we need to have real guns sure. on a movie set.
2: She a gangster. She. she. But I'm like. Oh. Well, now, well, well, let's just stop shooting each other. Well, that's not. I mean, you know, what's uh, uh, speaking of The Rock? What was the uh, the movie? Uh, uh, sorry. I quit
1: paying attention. What?
2: Uh, what was the movie he had to go to South America to get the, the rich guy's Jumanji. son? <laughs> I'm going to beat you with a rubber gun. <laughs> What's the name of that? Uh, uh, Christopher Walken was the, the, the diamond mine guy. Anyways, uh, when he came out, when he had to get the ring from that football player at the beginning of the movie. Friday Night Lights. Yep. Uh, he shot him with a, a beanbag gun. And that was kind of cool. It knocked him out. I'm like, ah, that's cool. We should use beanbag guns.
1: Yeah. Uh, anything besides having real guns on set. You know, I mean, whatever.
2: That was the one uh, with uh, Missy Elliott at the beginning. Oh, it was so good. That's a great fight scene. He's fighting those football players from Ohio State?
1: Mm.
2: No, you don't? Mm.
1: No. Nope. The Rundown?
2: Yeah, The Rundown. Great movie. I really, really liked that movie. That was a good action flick, man.
1: Uh, oh yeah! Look at this one. Look at Don Mueller coming in. Uh, Airsoft and paintball gun companies can make one that look real and yeah. act real, and just can't shoot real ammo. Yeah. Pow. Literally.
2: Pow. I mean, if you're talking about a rubber gun, I think you're you're right there in the ballpark of a fake plastic gun. Mm-hmm. I think the I don't think he's talking about a rubber gun. I think he's talking about a, maybe a plastic gun that cocks. That could probably look really, really good. And again, I don't know. Do you need an armor for plastic pretend guns? Shouldn't no, right? You got just a bag full of plastic guns. I don't. I don't know how <sighs> how far down the rabbit hole you got to go with that. I guess if it's well, shooting I'm a sure blank, it's, it's going to have a blank in it. I guess
1: it's going to ultimately. It's going to be up to the actors and their union and. And whatever else. Yeah,
2: it's weird because you're skirting around that whole issue of pointing a gun at somebody. You can't get around it. You can't get around it unless you're, you know, the camera is, don't have anybody behind the camera. Yeah, it, it is weird
1: because the ordinarily real world rules of firearm safety are not applied and followed on set. Because... The actors are relying on the armorer and mm-hmm. the assistant director to do these safety protocols for them.
2: Right, right. That's their that's their expertise. Right. Right. So. And now they're saying somebody snuck a bullet in there because they didn't like or Alec Baldwin or revenge or they fired the union people or somebody. Dude, had that's
1: a, what I, that was my theory somebody, right away.
2: Somebody had a vendetta. Because,
1: well, I thought it was just the dateline talking.
2: I mean, you got to like, remember how rare out. how rare this is out of millions, well, that's the other thing millions too. millions of movies like, made.
1: Are we overreacting because of one person's incompetence? I mean, I, maybe, I, but is I, one person's life worth a little well, overreaction? Well, sure. Well,
2: you see people dying in stunt work on movie sets, and uh, you know they don't change that part of it really. I mean, yeah, they have stunt doubles and stuff. I mean, I I don't know if you can keep anybody hundred percent safe on a movie set. You're doing so, crazy stuff, man.
1: Right. From this is old. From nineteen eighty to ninety, there were thirty seven deaths relating to accidents during stunts. Get this. Twenty-four of those involved the use of helicopters.
2: Yeah. Over how many years? That
1: was over ten years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Helicopters, there you go. Falling out of helicopters. Yeah. So let's see. Treat that that helicopter like it's loaded.
1: Now, that being said, right, the stunt people know that job has an inherent risk of death or injury. Uh, I don't think that that director of cinematography signed up for a dangerous job you know what i mean like being the director of cinematography doesn't inherently have
2: risks right correct but i also don't think that uh, alec baldwin I, i i don't know if he owns guns i have no idea if he's a gun owner him having a gun safety certificate or whatever you want to call it gun safety yeah cred whatever that's not his job is he supposed to check the gun
1: well, that's what I'm saying. That's not the rules on set. The rules on set are different than they are in the real world because you're supposed to be in this little bubble
0: mm-hmm.
1: of sa- this little safety bubble. Um, and he was not in the safety bubble because the people were not following the rules. And I guess that's the what happens when you hire incompetent assholes.
2: Yeah, I mean it's in, it, it, it it was incompetence and negligence clearly 110 percent. so i mean when you break it down if you've got the right people doing the right job everything's fine
1: there isn't an issue
2: there is no there's zero issue right so i don't know the rock you know he makes hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. i'm sure they can afford well and,
1: it. and obviously they're the they're the people who are risking being shot <laughs> <laughs> true that. You know, not you and I oh, right. hanging out shoveling popcorn into our mouths. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's true. It's got to be up to them. Yep. And it's it's something that will never affect my life personally. Right. So,
2: Well, clearly, if he's uh, uh, talking like this, it's easily done.
1: Sure. And he was just saying, you know, it'll be more money in the long yeah, run. Right, but, right. but we're putting a value on someone's life. If you're saying it's not worth the money in post-production, then aren't you essentially saying these people aren't worth the money? I don't know. Like I said, it's up to them.
0: You can learn a lot listening to podcasts.
1: Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you?
0: Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation.
1: I can smell your menstruation.
0: The J.J.O. Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but J.J.O. A
1: farmer in New Zealand was digging up wheat. When he hits something massive. <laughs> what?
2: You just said massive. It made me laugh. <laughs> I don't know why. It was just weird.
1: Oh, uh, PC2, so wh- your brain is soaked in booze. Yeah. Um, anyway, he realized it was a giant tater. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's been growing for several years. Yeah. Still being verified by Guinness. Uh, But this 17 pound Tate (laughs) That they named Doug Would crush the current record Of 10 pounds 14 Uh, ounces Now Doug He ain't the most attractive potato out there
2: Right he's uh, He's a
1: little ugly but he's huge Uh, The farmer Is storing him in his fridge to make vodka out of him And I've never felt more attached to somebody Doug I know isn't that funny Uh, So here's Colin and Donna Craig-Brown talking about how they found Doug. I got the fork and jabbed into it and hoiked it out of the ground and... Throw another shrimp on the barbie! (laughs) Holy
0: snapping turtle teeth, what's going on here? I said to Donna, I said, no, it's a potato. And she went, no. I said, yeah, it is. Since I'm a bit of a, a hobbyist home brewer, I'm thinking about a special vodka. That is yeah, my favorite love...
1: 16 seconds of audio I've ever played. That
2: made up for bad Christmas music <laughs> right there. Know, <laughs> it reminds me, you could replace that line. You call that, that's not a potato, this is a potato.
1: Right, right. Yes, he sounds like Crocodile Dundee. Oh, my God, that was so funny. I Alyssa, like it. What did he say, snapping turtle? I got the fork and jabbed into it and hoisted it <laughs> out of the ground and holy snapping turtle teeth. What's going on here? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs>
2: But Put a little hat on him. Take him with me. He's my friend, Doug.
1: Holy snapping teeth. That is fantastic. Totally. I love him. I know. Me I too. I love
2: Doug and that dude. I
1: know. I want to live with
2: them. I'm going to call my next poo, Doug. Okay. I'm oh, sh- that'll be
1: in about five seconds, gonna, I assume, gonna, with yeah. the way your GI tract is some, running today. <laughs> I
2: like calling things Doug. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty good. Is his name Doug? Did I miss that? No, his name oh. is Colin. Oh, but they so named he, it Doug because dug they it, dug, it, dug up. it up. Oh, Shacey, fancy! So you got to you got to keep up with her. Or you're gonna miss out on the details. I'll let it slide on it account only, of it only, it only took me five minutes to get it. Is it like D O U or D U G J? Makes a difference.
1: Oh, I let it go because. You're so hungover. I know, I know, I know, I know.
2: Things are uh, five minutes lagging. A
1: little bit of a lag, yeah.
2: There's. Uh, it looks like there's uh, little potatoes growing out of the big potato. Yeah. It's a really weird looking...
1: Now, I did not know that if you left a tater in the ground, it would grow for years. I didn't know that. But... I mean, it, it probably has to do with your climate over there.
2: Yeah, the Martian. Compared he, to ours. He, they use their Martian poo. Correct. To grow potatoes. Correct. Yeah.
1: Now, another name for the potato could have been Tate.
2: Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Uh, I, and that's all I came up with.
2: Uh, for well,
1: alternative names.
2: You could have called it Crocky. Well, like Crocodile Dundee. Uh,
0: They're called the
2: The Old Crocky. I Uh, wonder
1: if people in New Zealand like that movie. It's really
2: weird. I I told you when I went to Quick Trip yesterday, I got a giant heaping container of mashed potatoes and Mm -hmm. gravy.
1: On accident.
2: And I ate it all by myself. It's not that uh, little single serving, you know, that little cup of like mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. It was like that whole platter for a family of four, and I ate it all the way home. It was just, it was potato to go. I'm worried it about was you, dude. glorious. <laughs> it was freaking glorious. Well, I thought I had mac and cheese. Turns out, I'm like, oh, we're potato surprise. <laughs> and shockingly easy to scoop and, and drive at the same time. I had it over in the passenger seat.
1: You just need to get like a funnel. Too hot? Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 just, just sucking up the potato gravy. <laughs> Come here, you little yam. Little bitch. Oh, it was fantastic. Well, it, was, good. Uh, it was great. I I enjoyed it. It good. was uh, just one of life's little fun moments. Man, I'm happy and a Potato, for you. the humble potato, dude. Don't don't underestimate the po- the taste of the humble tomato
0: or potato. What are we talking about? <laughs> Potatoes. Okay, good. I'm, out. I'm out. The JJO Morning Show podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe.